Hello and welcome to another episode of Dating with Nora. So um, I do have some more questions for this episode, but I did kind of want to talk about um, also my tips on how to heal from a breakup um, along with answering some questions. So let's get right into it. So the first question um, for today came from my TikTok DMs as always. Um, So it says, my girlfriend of eight years blindsided me with a breakup on New Year's. She said she wanted to focus on herself. It started as a break where we just needed time apart. And I have basically begged and tried to convince for her back until now. I'm not even being dramatic when I mean beg. The other day, she said she doesn't want to be with me anymore, but still wants to be friends. I was honest with her and told her I can't be friends with her at this point in my life. I will want more. She then blocked me on everything one day randomly when I got off work, catching me completely off guard. I emailed her and we talked on the phone and she's basically just been mean as fuck to me since. I still love her deeply, I think, and I don't know if there's any chance of reconciliation and it really upsets me. I've tried to go no contact multiple times but always feel like I need to say one more thing to her, like I could somehow win her back. I'm just lost. So a couple things here. I have noticed, whether it be emails or dms or just anytime somebody reaches out to me for advice that when somebody breaks up with you they almost always ask to still be friends and i think that a lot of the times we want to be able to say yes to that because when we love someone we want them to be in our lives no matter what we want them to still talk to us, still hang out with us, even if it's at the expense of our own feelings. Um, I personally always suggest not to stay friends with an ex. I think it is a slippery slope. Um, And I think, like you said, you recognize that. You told her up front that you can't just be friends with her because you're going to want more because you love her. And I think that was a really healthy step and a really healthy boundary for you to set within this relationship. Um, And it sounds like when she didn't like the answer that you gave her that she just shut down completely blocked you um and just shut down any type of communication almost like and I don't want to no I'll say it almost like a temper tantrum because she didn't get what she wanted um and a lot of the times when people break up with you and they still ask you to be friends it's a very selfish request in my opinion it's very selfish to expect um the person that you hurt to still be accessible to you 24 7 whenever you want under the realms of the title of being a friend um so like I said I think it's really healthy that you set that boundary and stood up for yourself even though you probably knew the consequences probably knew that she wasn't going to take it well um but I think it was healthy for you to make that decision um Also, feeling like you need to say one more thing to win her back, that is a completely normal reaction. Um, I remember my last big breakup, I felt like I couldn't shut up. I, um, I felt like I always needed to say something. I always needed to make one more point. I always needed to try to justify my worth to this person, justify to them that I was lovable and I was worthy of of being loved by them and at the end of the day one you shouldn't have to convince somebody to love you um love is unconditional or it should be unconditional love is free 
and people tend to give it when they want to and when they feel it and no amount of coercion or justifying yourself or pleading your case is going to change somebody's mind if they don't want to be with you um and that's kind of the harsh reality of it um but that longing and that feeling that if you just say one more thing if you just say maybe the words right this time that they'll see it from your perspective and want to work on things just as much as you do um so that's a natural feeling but in reality it's not going to really do much except for hurting you in the long run because you're reopening that path of communication you're reopening the possibility to receive communication from her whether that be a positive communication or negative communication um that is just like opening up a wound over and over again um for the same results of disappointment so like i said that's a natural feeling um but i don't think it'll do you any good and it sounds like you're very self-aware it sounds like you recognize what the root of the problem is here but even if she's being mean and rude, you still love her. And that's what kind of sucks about breakups too, is that you, like I said, love is unconditional. So when we love, we love deeply and we love without seeing any flaws and they can do no wrong because when you love someone, you kind of put them on a pedestal and I don't want to say idolize, but it is almost like that. You almost kind of, picture this person as your world your all um and it can make the lines really blurry when it comes to seeing their true characteristics or their personality or who they are at their core um her reaction to you being honest was not a reaction that impressed me honestly um instead of being empathetic you know and being like hey yeah I understand that we can't be friends. I wish you the best. And, um, you know, I completely understand where you're coming from and we'll leave it at that. She took the route of blocking you and then being rude and mean. And so it's not very empathetic and it's not very kind. And like I said, it's almost like she's having a temper tantrum because she did not get her way with this conversation. Um, so yeah, I think right now, even though it hurts and, um, eight years, is a long time. Eight years is longer than any relationship that I've ever had. The longest one I've had was around five years and that, that about killed me. (laughs) Um, so I can only imagine how bad losing someone that you had a partnership with for eight years hurts. Um, but right now it sounds like you need to take a step back and really take that no contact moment seriously, um, for your mental health, for your physical health, especially if someone's treating you very unkind or mean and it's just not good to be in that environment at all period whether that be from a partner or a friend if somebody's being rude and degrading you and being mean it's not a healthy environment for us to put ourselves in so definitely take a step back um I'm not sure why the breakup happened um you said you didn't know if there's any chance of reconciliation um I think there's always a chance for reconciliation. Um, It just can take time sometimes. And like I always say, I think I said this in the last episode, if something's meant for you, it will be there for you. It'll happen no matter what happened in the past, no matter how much time has passed, it will will present itself to you because it's meant for you. Um, 
And I don't say that, I I say that with caution because I feel like a lot of the times when I say that, whether that be um, a one-on-one session with a client or messaging somebody back when they ask just for quick advice, um, I feel like when I say that people really grasp onto it to the hope that, you know, oh, there is a possibility we're going to get back together. Okay, I'll just wait, you know. You can't put your life on pause for someone who is not reciprocating the love that you're giving them. I'm not telling you to put your life on pause. I'm not telling you to turn down other possibilities of building relationships with other people. I'm saying if it's meant for you, it'll happen no matter the circumstances of the present time. You could, if you and her are really meant to be together, you both could date someone for another five, eight years and then end those relationships and somehow found your way back to each other. So do not put your life on pause, but just know that if it's meant to be, it'll be. And there's nothing you can or cannot do to mess that up. So just take time for yourself. Um, Don't let her be mean to you. Uh, Sounds like you just really need to take no contact very seriously. Um, and yeah, just, just focus on yourself. We kind of talked about this the last time, focus on yourself, what you like to do, what you enjoy doing, um, make, make new friends, (laughs) just be social. Um, I think I talked about this in the last video too. Be social, have friends over. It's okay to grieve and process the relationship, but it's not okay to drown in it. You need to take time to heal, but still live your life. So definitely take no contact seriously and um and yeah so that's what I would say for that so the next one I have is an email that was sent to me um and it was labeled trying to move on it says hello I have been watching your videos for a while now I'm recently going through a breakup it's been a month and a half I just am trying to build my confidence back and stop hoping he will come back Your videos have been helping me realize some things. The last month of our relationship, he had begun texting a girl he used to date and now he's spending his time with her, I'm sure. When we broke up, he texted me while he was at work and I was home. I told him I would be gone by the time he got back from work, but after he was blaming me, saying I wasn't there when he got home to talk about it, but he didn't try to stop me from leaving. We have been sharing our cats, though, and recently it was his turn with one and he is being difficult giving me a time to take her back. I feel like I just need to let the cat go and break up all contact. So I did answer this person um, personally on my email, but I did want to talk about it a little more um, since it's kind of easier to just vocalize it. Um, So number one, it's, I always recommend no contact when going through a breakup, no matter what. Um, It's the healthiest way, in my opinion, to process things. Not only does it give your person or your ex time to miss you. Um, and we'll get into that in a second, but it also gives you time to process everything. When you still have your ex in your space during your healing journey, it can blur the lines to an extreme extent. You don't have space from them. So you don't have time to reflect on them. Um, so giving yourself time to separate from that partnership is so beneficial to both parties. Um, so definitely try to stick to no contact like we just talked about. Um, and I did say this in an email um, as far as, you know, co-parenting the cats. Um, he could be using the cat as leverage 
to have more opportunities to see you in the future. Um, future planning kind of. Um, and I, I see this a lot whenever I speak with clients on a one-on-one session. Um, people can use pets, belongings, children even sometimes if they're really high up there in, um, in manipulation. But they use all these things as manipulation tactics during breakups. Um, like I said, almost using these things as leverage um, to leave the door kind of cracked for them to re-enter your life when it's convenient for them. Um, and it, it could sound like that's what he's doing if he's being for some reason difficult. Like how hard is it, is it to meet up and give somebody's pet back? It's, it's not that difficult to organize. So if he's making it difficult, this could be why. Or he could just be mean. I, I don't know. But um, if this is what it sounds like um and this is what I said in the email response as well um no contact let him have the cat for now um nobody wants to part with their pet pets are like family um but at the same time if it's at the expense of your emotions and your mental health sometimes it is better to just take a back seat and let him have this one and just don't you know take away his leverage if you just say okay like the cat was both of ours. We both love this cat. Um, I know that you love them as much as I do. I believe that you'll take good care of them. And that takes away, if he is using the pet as leverage, his opportunity to ask to see you in the future. Um, and also, like I said, um, if he does reach out to you to exchange the cat or try to see you again under the, under the basis of trading the pet off, um, set firm boundaries with it. Um, set boundaries, make sure that you set a time and place around your day, around your schedule, not his. Um, you say Saturday at 2 PM works for me from two to two 30. I'm available. We can meet at Walmart or somewhere in public other than your apartment or your home. And if that doesn't work for him, say, okay, well, we'll have to do another day. Don't let him don't let him be in control. You're in control of the situation. Um, so kind of take the reins, put your foot down. Um, and yeah, but this one kind of leads me into more of the topic that I wanted to discuss when it comes from healing with the breakup and why I am such a strong advocate for no contact during breakups. Um, so I talk about this a lot on TikTok. I am someone who has an anxious attachment style. So what that means, um, there's two different attachment styles. It's anxious and avoidant. Um, so anxious attachment style is what I, what I recognize myself as. I have a tender fear <laughs> of abandonment. So that really, um, that really plays out in my, in my romantic relationships. Um, I get really anxious, especially during a breakup because a breakup is abandonment. And so it triggers a lot of um, bad feelings for me and I just really struggle with it. So this makes no contact extremely difficult for me. Um, but the reason I am such a strong advocate for it is because I know the benefits that it can bring during a healing process. So when we're talking about the other style of attachment, which is avoidant, um, 
my last big breakup, my ex was avoidant and I was anxious. A match made in heaven. <laughs> um, so basically, when it came to arguments, if we were arguing over something or having a fight or getting into it, I would want to sit down and fix it there, then and now. I would want to have a conversation. I would want to lay out everything that we had problems with each other. I would essentially just want to fix the problem there without anybody lifting a finger or anybody moving or anybody leaving. I wanted to make peace almost immediately. Um, And avoidant, um, like my ex whenever we broke up, um, he was not on that same playing field at all. He was not into that. He did not want to fix it right there, then and now. He did not want to sit down with me and make peace. He needed time to process. He wanted to go home. He wanted to go out. He wanted to be by himself to process the argument, the fight, whatever we were going on about. He wouldn't, and when he would leave, he wouldn't text, he wouldn't call, he would just go radio silence. And so, not saying that's an unhealthy way to process things, it's not, it's just not the way that I do. So, when that happened, it would have just a ripple effect of me being frustrated that he didn't want to sit down and fix it immediately and him being frustrated because he wanted to go home. And then once he got home, he would turn his phone off or he just wouldn't answer. And so I was having triggering feelings of abandonment and it was just this whole big cycle of a mess uh, before we learned how to communicate in a healthy way. That's how it would be. Um, so with that being said, I feel like I just went on a little tangent there. With that being said, um, that is why no contact is so, so important during a breakup because um, a lot of the times avoidant and anxious attachment styles will end up together in a partnership. It is not uncommon for this to happen. It almost always does. Um, I see it all the time. Um, no contact gives the avoidant time and space that they require and it also does that for the atta- um, anxious attachment, even though it may be a rougher journey for the anxious attachment is just as beneficial as it is to the avoidant. Um, for the avoidant, it gives them time to fully calm down, decompress, process everything. It allows them to feel your absence. And I try to stress this every single time this topic comes up. When it comes to a breakup and you do no contact, it allows for the other person to miss you. Because if you are texting them and blowing up their phone and calling them or meeting up with them every weekend, you're not allowing them to even entertain the idea of missing you because you're still there. You're still there. Nothing has changed. They just don't technically owe you any loyalty because you two have broken up so when you do no contact it has a much bigger and positive effect on them because they're finally able to miss you and even though it's hard believe me I feel like all the questions that I get are do you think my ex will miss me should I reach out to my ex um what do I do etc cetera, etc cetera. just relax (laughs) just relax and I know that's easier said than done but you gotta step back 
you got to calm down and give them the opportunity to miss you. And um, next week, I am going to go into more tips on how to productively conquer no contact. But for now, I just wanted to, because I feel like it ties into the two questions that we had today of how important it is to stay strong with that um, and just you got to give someone the opportunity to miss you. You got to give somebody the opportunity to feel the absence of your presence and to feel the absence of the love that you put into the relationship. Um, so yeah, that is why I'm so, so keen on no contact and why it is so, so important to, to understand why, because You can go into it and say, okay, I'm going to do no contact. But if you don't have the foundation of understanding why we're doing this, and I'm not talking about the goal of getting your ex back. I'm saying doing this for your mental health. The goal isn't to get your ex back. The goal is to prioritize yourself and your healing journey and knowing that that person is going to feel the consequences of their actions or Even if it wasn't a big breakup, the consequences of, you know, walking away from you in this connection. And that is eventually missing you. Um, So it is important to understand why no contact works and the ins and outs of anxious and avoidant. Because that can all help us understand ourselves even a little better. Um, Even just, you know. And we'll break this down in, in another episode, but more about anxious and avoidant I feel like identifying with an attachment style can really help you bring a healthy essence into a relationship it can help you better understand yourself it can help you explain yourself to your partner yada 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 I feel like I'm going on tangents today but yes I'm a big fan of no contact emotionally not a big fan psychologically huge fan um I think it benefits everybody and um it also helps you set a firm boundary and that's what we just talked about with this last question here set a boundary make sure that when you are cutting off contact with somebody that you are making sure you're setting that boundary for yourself and for them you are in complete control during a breakup just because you were the one that got broken up with doesn't mean that you're not in control You are in complete control of every situation in your life, including being broken up with. Because like I said, a lot of the times when somebody breaks up with another person, what's the next question? What's the follow-up question? Can we still be friends? No. We cannot still be friends. (laughs) I don't want to be your friend, right? So that's part of setting firm boundaries is putting your foot down, being like, no, you chose to end this partnership You are making a conscious decision of walking away and making a conscious decision that you do not want to have me in your life anymore. So make that decision and then stand on it. You don't get both. You don't get to have me as a friend and an ex, no. Um, And that's something else we can get into later. But yeah, so setting firm boundaries is just as important in a breakup as it is in a relationship so yeah that is my rant of the week (laughs) um like I said next time we're going to kind of get into more of um 
recognizing your attachment style and relationships and we're going to go in a more positive more positive direction um and kind of talk about how to keep a relationship healthy um and then of course we'll get back to the breakup questions but um i hope you guys had an amazing week as always if you would like to submit a question um for the podcast you can send me a dm on any of my social media platforms um tiktok is nora13 um and then the email is datingbynora at gmail.com i hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and i will see you guys next friday bye